We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brian, let's get to some of these mailbag questions. I do. I, I, if I bring some of these up and you've already read them, just say yep. we did that one. And, and I, I think I think I unstarred everything, okay. so we should be good. Okay. We should be good. So we got a super chat from Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Question from Charlie or statement from Charlie: They forced Freeman to keep Tommy Reese. Let's be real; they don't support Freeman or trust him to be the head coach. Not like he is asking to pay players. I think that's the frustration that I voiced last night, Ryan. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that yet. I know you were in bed when we went live last night, but you know that was my whole thing. Is it, it, it's to me? It, it's it's you don't want to get in the NIL universe. You and I have supported that from day one. You don't believe in lowering academic standards to bring in players. You, I think you and I have. I think we're the same. Supported that from day. You have never heard me say no names to lower their standards. The only thing I've ever said is you need to change your process for bringing in undergrad transfers. Yes. I'm not asking you to let in kids who who aren't good students. Right. I'm saying don't uh, change your process that makes it impossible for a good student to come here. You've never heard me say lower the standards, make it easier for kids who you know to get into school. It's not what I've ever said. Never supported that. I support that mission. As someone who's not a Catholic. You've never heard me say, gee, they shouldn't be having these kids go to the Basilica before games. I've supported that because it's the things that make Notre Dame unique. It is a Catholic institution. You should be living out your Catholic faith as, as an institution. Otherwise, stop being a Catholic institution. As someone who's not Catholic, I, I support that. I support you. You're making your faith an important part of what you do. And you should, in my opinion, you should probably do that more if you're going to call yourself that and have a reverend. A father Jenkins be or you know a a priest be at on top of your school. So I support those things, agree with those things. This is not that thing. This is not that. And to Charlie's point, they're not at Marcus Freeman's not saying, "Hey, can we you can we pay players to get into school here?" No, they're not on Ford. NCAA is not doing anything about it. So he's not asking for that. Right. He's not asking to be able to give guarantees to kids and things like that. He's saying let me go out and get the best coaches I can get and do what it takes to get the best coach I get. And they're not willing to do that. So yes, they're not in that regard. They're not supporting him. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AGI a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune support system, but I hate taking pills. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, which is helping me kick my sugar addiction. In the morning before I get to work, I like getting something healthy in my body. And with AG1, I'm giving my body the nutrition it craves. It's very important for me to get my day started off with something healthy. But with my schedule, it's hard to prepare healthy meals. AG1 is a very quick way to pack my body with all that I need to jumpstart my day in a very healthy way. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it first thing every morning. Done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. Win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash irish. That's athleticgreens.com slash irish. Check it out. We have another one from Thistlemore Pottery. Do you see this affecting Marcus Freeman staying in the future? I mean, Brian, I, I kind of hit on this earlier, but I mean, if things don't change and he's and Marcus Freeman's not giving the autonomy to make some decisions for the betterment of his staff, because again, when you have a head coaching interview, you're supposed to lay out your plan, right? What's your plan, Marcus? Where do you want to go? How are you going to get there? And the when you hire him as a coach, that's basically signing off like, okay, we love your plan. We can help you get there. And there's that understanding and they're, they're not giving him the resources to get to where he needs to go. And it's something that you've talked about and something that you've agreed upon. Then why would someone stay long-term? I mean, yeah. honestly, why would they? You were promised now, something. You were promised that's autonomy. That's projecting how we feel about it. Yeah, not, not to Marcus right? Freeman. I'm saying if I right. was Marcus Freeman and I had an understanding and then you didn't give me the resources that I was promised, why would right. I stay long-term? Right. Why That's would I? us projecting how we would do. I just want to make sure people understand that. But yeah. I think you open that pot. Because like, like some, and I want to make sure I'm, I'm clear on something else last night, Ryan. You know, I'll own everything I say. I'll never back down from what I say. But sometimes if people hear things a certain way, I want to make sure that they understand it. Because I don't want to offend people if I'm not trying to offend you. I don't mind offending people, Ryan. You know this. But I don't want to offend people when I'm not trying to. I made a comment last night about Marcus Freeman's Catholicism. 
And somebody took it as me saying that was some sort of condition for him to be the football coach. That was not my point at all. And so if you took it that way, I hope you hear me what I'm trying to say. My point was Marcus Freeman believes in what this school is about to such a degree that he converted to Catholicism because he believes that to be so much at the core of what this place is about that it affected him and his belief structure. That's impactful. It was meant to say, this is how much this dude has bought in to what this place is about. Ever. I've never seen something like some coaches came in, like Lou Faith, Lou Holtz kind of came in with a certain belief. Like that's how bought in Marcus Freeman is to this, that I believe in this mission so, so much that I'm, I've converted to Catholicism in a meaningful, I mean, I've talked to people that see him at mass all the time. This is, this wasn't a show thing. And so I want to make sure people understand that, but that adds to sort of, sort of a, like, this is how much this guy believes in what this place is about. And this is how you're doing them. That was my point. And so, yeah, that would, that would, um, that would leave me in a certain way, Ryan, feeling a certain way that I would have a hard time. I'm a belief. I'm a, I'm a, as a Christian, I believe that, 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 uh, forgiveness is something we should all do. It's something I struggle with at times. I'm going to not going to lie to you, but I think sometimes with my Christian brethren, they, they, they misunderstand what forgiveness is. Uh, There's no promise that there aren't going to be consequences from your actions. Even if you are forgiven for your sin, uh, if I go do something sinful and it results in me re- developing some sort of bodily problem, there's no, there's nothing biblical that says, okay, now that I've forgiven you spiritually, that now I'm going to heal your body. It's not promised to me. My point being that just because I forgive you for something doesn't mean that I'm just going to then put myself in position to be screwed over by you again. I forgive you for stealing my car. I'm not going to let you borrow my new one. Because I've forgiven you. I've forgiven you. I hold no grievance towards you. But I'm also not going to continue to say I'm going to let you borrow my car again (laughs) because of what you did last time. And that's kind of where I'm at, Ryan. It's like um, in the back of my head, I'm saying, okay, yeah, I I understand. We're good. But like next time something like that happens, like, okay, here we go again. That's going to be in the back of my head. Maybe that's not forgiveness. Perhaps maybe that's something I should talk to somebody about. But that's how I view it, Ryan, is like, I forgive you, but I'm not forgetting that. That's not going anywhere. And the only way that that gets rectified is not by you saying, I'm sorry, me forgiving you. It's by you then, your actions then being something else, right? Right. Like, as a person of faith, I've always believed that I feel that Jesus accepts everybody for who they are. But it's also very biblical to say, but once you embrace that and you leave his presence and you found that salvation, you are a new person. You're not the same person. It's like, okay, I've gone, I've done the prayer, I'm all good, and I can go keep doing being who I was, right? You're that's the thing for me is like it's it's if your actions don't change after this, then what kind of redemption did you really seek in this instance? And that's where I'm coming from. So that's why it still sticks in the back of my head as I'm trying to, to remember this is like, okay, your actions have changed. So now that is now erased and I'm, I'm gone because, hey, it happened. It sucks. We went down that road. We've rectified it. You're now supporting me. We're all good. But if you say, hey, you know, sorry about this, but then the same crap keeps happening over and over again, then I'm, then I'm going to do that. So that's the thing for me with Marcus Freeman is 
It's not that this is going to be the thing that forces him to leave, but this to me begins the process of if this continues to happen, what are we doing here? Right. And and that's kind of where I'm coming from for all that, Ryan. So that it, little it, little tangent is is where is is what is on my heart about this whole thing yeah. and what needs to happen next. I think it's as simple as this, you know, parlaying it back to the original conversation about Marcus Freeman. It's administration comes up to Marcus Freeman and says, Marcus, we have your back, man, no matter what you need. And then Marcus Freeman simply goes, no, you don't. You literally just didn't have my back. You have to prove that to me, right? Proof is in the pudding, whatever, you know, whatever other cliche you want to use. There's, there needs to be a, complete understanding of this is our goal. This is how we need to get there. And we're going to do this together. If not, that's going to put a cap on how good you can be because there's a lack of trust and there should be a lack of trust right now. If, and again, that's not for Marcus Freeman. That's not Intel. If I was Marcus Freeman though, and I was in this situation and then it happened the way it handed that landed out, I would say, huh, I don't think we all have similar goals here. I don't think we all have the same mindset about this. I don't think that's true. Because actions speak louder than words at the end of the day. Got a super chat from Jason Warnock. Notre Dame is in the position because he wanted Reese. Uh, Notre Dame would have been in two two of Marcus Freeman's hires. Went in year two of Marcus Freeman's hires. Now he wants to hire his guy again. I think he's referring to Jack Swarbrick. Oh yeah, yeah. I I believe I'm not sure on that one, right? Yeah, we were. I mean, we we were talking about that a little bit uh, when you had to leave the show for a few minutes. But it's just you know, I feel like there's. I mean, we talked about it, right? The whole administration clearly has their guys, right? I mean, Tommy was probably their guy, and Andy Lovett was not their guy. So that's kind of why you don't go the extra mile for someone that isn't your guy, right? Like, that's kind of where it comes down to. So, I mean, we'll see, man. You're willing to do whatever it takes to keep Tommy Reese here, you say. Yes. But you're not willing to do whatever it takes to to get Marcus Freeman the guy he wants here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like – that's the most yeah. frustrating part is that it was just, I mean, a few weeks ago, it's like, we'll match any offer that gets thrown at Tommy Reese. Match any one. Okay, but right. you won't do this now? I was also Steve. told by a really good source this morning that Tommy Reese's buyout, if he leaves for a college job, is seven figures. So where's that money going? Exactly. Where's that money? And people keep asking that, and it's a fair question. Where is that money? You're, you're not wrong for asking that. Okay. That money? The 2.8 to me just turns into 1.8. Yeah. And Jared Parker, I mean, not Jared Parker, but um, uh, Andy Ludwig's not going to make, probably not going to make more than what Tommy Reese is making. Tommy Reese made a lot more money last year as an offensive coordinator than Jared Parker did, which says a lot Andy, about Andy how Notre Dame viewed. And what yeah. did I say? Jared Parker? You said Jared Parker. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But not Same who I meant. Say. Yeah. Not who I meant. I meant uh, I almost did it again. Andy Ludwig. You know, so it, okay, so that two point eight should turn into one point eight. That that's what it should have turned into, right? So yeah, it's just it's it's embarrassing. Here's one from Beefeater Ryan for you. Beefeater says Mendoza needs to call Swarbrick. My M and A class, M and A uh, Masters of I don't know class at Mendoza was clear. If you can make $1 on an acquisition, you do the damn deal. No questions asked. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because that's the whole thing is like, look, if, if yeah, it's going to cost you 2.8. Well, 
maybe maybe even more when you if he wants to bring in that offensive line coach or whoever your offensive line coach is going to be. Yep. But if it's the right hire and it's what your coach believes in and you're giving your coach the resources, then it again, if this works, you're going to get back. It, the return on your investment is going to be much, much better. Merger, much mergers, mergers and acquisitions is what M&A is. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a Notre Dame alum, by the way. Yes. So I appreciate them. Appreciate them. Yeah. For that. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, yeah, it, it it's frustrating, man. It's very frustrating. Let's get to the next super chat from T from our guy Tommy Guns. Tommy, it's got to be Jared Parker. No one is going to want to go through the interview process just to be rejected due to a buyout. Jack and Ron need to get on board or get the hell out of the way. A hundred percent agree on that. The problem is there's no one at Notre Dame that tells Jack Swarbrick what to do. And Jack Swarbrick loves Ron Paulus. I don't get it. I really, I, I don't know a lot of other people to do, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. But Jack does. And nobody's telling Jack Swarbrick what to do. That's the problem, right? Most ADs have bosses. Jack Swarbrick technically does, but Jack Swarbrick's the decision maker. Oh, we've said this before. Brian Kelly, and this is what pissed me off with the way Brian Kelly talked about Jack Swarbrick when he left. I was told by very good sources back in 2016, most of the board and most of the decision makers in Notre Dame were ready for Brian Kelly to be gone. There's one person who fought for Brian Kelly, and that was Jack Swarbrick. And guess what? He won because he always wins these deals. So if Jack Swarbrick wanted to make this happen, he would do that. He yeah. would have made it. He would have made it happen. He would have made it happen. So let's get back to the next one. Well, Good stuff, Tom. Well, Brian, I yeah. think I think that's the whole situation that's so frustrating is that they could have made this happen if they wanted yeah. to, right? It's the fact that they don't want to. They don't want to have the back. That's the frustrating part of it, in my opinion. All right, here we go. Patrick Tolan with Super Chat. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick says, Notre Dame is one more Ohio State loss to Michigan to Ryan Day being out and Marcus Freeman heading home. I've heard that one float. I've seen that one float around in the message board a ton, Brian, that, you know, Marcus Freeman is just going to bolt for Ohio state at some point. Well, I mean, that would also have to require, I mean, I get it. It would also have to require that they beat Ohio state next year as well. So yeah, again, a lot of that's conjecture and, and I get where it's coming from. Uh, I do. I do. I get where it's coming from. Another one from B feeder, Ryan. I'm going to, I'm going to read this one since it's for you. Ryan coach Marcus Freeman had one, has one year of coaching head coaching experience. How much ownership of the program should the admin give him? Saban had 16 years when Bama gave him the keys. I'm not asking for him to have the keys and full autonomy. What I'm saying B feeder is that there is an understanding when you sit down, right. And you, and you get the keys to, well, all right, let me rephrase. When you get the job to become the new head coach you have a plan in place and there needs to be an agreement that like hey we love your plan we love your goals we're going to help you get there and clearly the the administration in this situation with the Andy Ludwig situation was on board with the process but then just kind of pulled the rug under in the in the 11th hour that's kind of my point right i'm not saying that marcus freeman should be able to make every single decision and money doesn't matter and the betterment of the program doesn't matter like he should not have full autonomy is what i'm saying what i'm saying though is that there is an agreed upon understanding of where we need to go to and if you don't and if they pull that from under them then that is I'm going to say backstabbing, but that's not having someone's back at the end of the day, right? So Mm -hmm. 
I think that for me, this this process was was clearly understood. The process was clearly that they understood that this pro, that this you know that Andy Lubbock was the guy that the staff really liked. And then in the eleventh hour, you kind of pull the rug from underneath of everything. Right. That's where I'm coming from. It's right. how this went at. It's how this came to fruition. Because I would have rather just been like before Marcus Freeman, like, "Hey, Marcus, don't think that guy's a good fit. I think that you maybe should hire someone out. Like, take a look at other people, type of thing." Ryan, was this in response to something that you said during your rant? Could you give me a little bit of um, context? I, I said ex- exactly what I just said. I okay. said that when you when you have a coaching when you have a coaching interview. You have a laid out plan of this is where I want to go. This is how I'm going to get there. These are the goals that I have set forth. And when you hire that person, you have a understanding of we agree with your goals. We agree with what you want to accomplish. We'll help you get there. And I'm sure that Marcus Freeman had the understanding that like, hey, man, I need to find my guy. And I think that the the rug was pulled from under him at the last minute, in my opinion. Here's my point. When you hire Marcus Freeman to do the job, you don't say, because you're a first-year guy, we're going to limit the amount of authority you have. I think the opposite should be true. Because I have a first-year guy, if I got to pay $2.8 million to get him a 58-year-old, 20-plus-year veteran offensive coordinator to help my young, inexperienced coach, I'm going to freaking do that. It's the opposite is true. You don't say, hey, you're an experience. So now because of your experience, we're going to freaking tie both hands behind your back until you have more experience. That's the stupidest thing that they could possibly do. Beefeater, I'm not coming at you. I'm talking about this notion that because I do think that I do think that's happening. Notre Dame's always been stingy. They're being more stingy with Marcus than they would with Brian Kelly because Brian Kelly had kind of earned a little bit more. That's the wrong way to go about it. If you didn't think he was qualified to make these type of decisions, you should not have freaking hired him in the first place. If you viewed him to be qualified enough to be your head coach, then you need to give him the authority to run the program the way he wants to run the program. If he starts doing things that violate your trust as a program, then you fire him and go get a new coach like you do with Ty, like you do with Charlie, like you do with every other coach that you've let move on. But you hire a guy, and then you don't say, well, but we're not going to give you the resources to, 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 to succeed until you get to X number of years as a coach. You don't do that. You don't do that. You say, we believe in you. Tell us what you need to freaking win. Hey, you know what I need? Because I'm a young coach, I don't need a guy with seven years less experience than I have running my offense. I need a guy that's 20 years older than me that's been coaching almost as long as I've been born, who's got a proven track record that goes back to when I was in freaking high school that's what I need. Give you, me that guy. Well, I can't. The buyout's too high. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, you should have given him some leeway here because that's exactly the ingredient he needed. He wanted a veteran coach that has a proven track record to come run his offense and teach his kids on the side of the ball because Marcus believes the town is there for it to thrive. And you've said, no, it's not worth it to us. That's what they said. Right? We don't have your back to that degree. And I think that's the failure to me. That's what pisses me off. It's not specifically that it's Jared Parker. I mean, good Lord, this is pissing me off. Andy, Andy Ludwig. Ludwig is the only coach that Notre Dame can win with. I'm, I don't believe that to be true. He was my number one guy. But what did we say from day one? 
you get a guy off this list and you're doing pretty good. Yes. I would now add Alex Atkins to that list, me personally, because the list is different now because back then when the original list came out, Harry Heastan was your line coach. So I'd add Alex Atkins to that list. But that list included Jason Candle, included Jared Parker. Those are good football coaches. But that's not the point. Why are you making him settle? Why are you making him settle for whoever they bring in? None of the guys are going to hire have the track record that, that Andy Lugwood has. None of them. No. Now, they may end up doing as good or a better of a job. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. But you just told your coach, you the, it, one of the most mature things that Marcus Freeman has done as a head coach was pursuing Andy Ludwig to me. Because he's the, he's the anti-Marcus Freeman from an experience standpoint, from all the things that, hey, this guy has done it. This guy can help me. Marcus Freeman has made multiple hires so far that show that he is willing to put his ego aside if it's for the betterment of the program. Sometimes to a fault, Ryan, I would like him to take more charge of the program. And so to me, the fact that you didn't have his back in this decision and, and, and you did it in such a clumsy, sloppy, unprofessional manner from people that have loads of experience, maybe the experienced people need to take a step back. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. Because who effed this thing up? Wasn't the 37-year-old first-year head coach? It was the 70-something-year-old decade-plus-long athletic director and his sidekick. It's the nicest thing I could possibly say about him right now. Yeah. That's who effed this up. Not Marcus Freeman. And and you and the outside perception now is that Marcus Freeman doesn't have power, right? I mean, that's what people are gonna say because you just it's how you made it appear to people. Right. So yeah. Yep. Next one here, Ryan from Garen Nuts. And I, I like this one. I thank you, Garrett, Garen, for the super chat. We appreciate you very, very much. I support a new segment on Irish breakdown titled Ryan's Rant. You know, Ryan, there's a new thing that's on 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 uh on YouTube. It's called YouTube shorts. We are now qualified to get monetized on that. We may have to come up with a Ryan's rants segment. Give you like a little 90 second YouTube short Ryan's rant. And then maybe we grow into something else. So yeah, I'm a Ryan. Why don't you go and write this, this one down. Ryan's I'm actually, I'm gonna write it now because Ryan's as bad as I am about forgetting stuff. So if we both write it down, maybe between the two of us, one of us will remember to do this one. (laughs) So (laughs) We have another super chat here, Ryan from L.A. Adams. Haven't seen you in a while, man. So I'm I'm glad to see you back on the chat and and uh, and throwing out super chats. I appreciate you. Yep, appreciate you, L.A. If I am an AD in the SEC or other prominent program, Marcus Freeman just became a much more attractive and obtainable option if he has any kind of on-field success. If we yep. win, we may lose him quickly. I mean, it, it's certainly possible. I, look, I don't know what Marcus Freeman's going to do. Yeah, I'm not going to speak for him, but uh, following this business as long as I have, Ryan, I think he is spot on. Other teams are going to look at him as far more attainable now if he wins. Yeah, there's no question because hey, it's not like Notre Dame is going to compete financially. You know, <laughs> seriously, seriously, we'll, we'll match whatever you get. We say as we know you're on your way there to take the job, and you know we know you're going to take it. But hey, we'll match it. We swear. We promise. We have so, another one from L.A. Adams. So there's a 2.8, 2.8 exactly. buyout. Exactly. <laughs> another one from L.A. Adams, too, here, Ryan. Also, I've never had such a big desire for a boring month of entering football, but really, though, I get it, Seriously, man. man. Seriously. I get it. Here's another yeah. one for you, Ryan, from David Carpenter. Thank you, David. 
Yep. Thank you, David. The most frustrating thing is the optics is that the admin doesn't have coach Marcus Freeman's back and the position they left Andy Ludwig in. What an embarrassment. I know coach Marcus Freeman will move on, but support the man. That's the thing here that I, that I hope Notre Dame fans do is I hope Notre Dame fans with ever what this next hire is support your head coach. Right. And And, you know, look, you may not like the way it went about, but support his hire until you have reason not to. That's my hope, whoever it is. And I'll try my best to do that. I can't promise you that I will. I don't know who he's going to hire first. But, you know, try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because, like, if we just let this cloud hang over that OC's head, that's on us. We're allowing Jack Swarbrick and Ron Paulus to to dictate that onto the Marcus Freeman's program. And I say rally around whoever he hires. Because he's going to need the support of the fans now more than ever. That's my hope. And I and, and I get it, whether it's Alex Atkins, Jason Candle, Sean Lewis, Jared Parker, whoever it is, my hope and my prayer is that Notre Dame fans say, you know what, I didn't love the hire, but I got your back, coach. I got your back. I'm going to support this guy until he gives me a reason not to. I got you, coach. Because they wouldn't support you. We will. It's kind of like this thing, man. It's like, it's like we're the peasants. That's how Notre Dame views us. We're peasants, right? And and we've got to kind of come together and say, this isn't on Marcus Freeman. This isn't on Alex Atkins. This isn't on Jared Parker. This isn't on Jason Candle. They're not the person to blame for this stuff. It's Jack. It's Ron. They're to blame for this. So then let's not take out our frustration on whoever Coach Freeman hires because we're pissed at them. That's my fear with this whole, oh, if they hire Parker, I'm not supporting him anymore. That's that's blaming – that's now turning your anger towards Marcus. Excuse me, Coach Freeman, towards Coach Parker. They didn't ask for this. Who was at the hockey game with Marcus Freeman trying to convince Andy Ludwig to stay, to come? Who? Coach Parker. Who? Coach, Coach Parker. Parker. Yep. So now we're going to punish him and go off on him and say he's trash because the administration effed it up. Right. That's my that's my thing, right? That's what I don't want us to do. That's what I, I want us to be better than that. Now, does that mean if he goes out there this year and doesn't get the job done that we say, it's all good, man. I still love you, brother. We, we, we're still here for you. No, we criticize the job he does when it's warranted. We praise the job he does when it's there. But then always go back to the fact, you did this, Jack. If it doesn't work, you did this. If right. it does work, then we say, Marcus is winning in spite of you. In spite of you. And that's my hope, is that we can rally around the head coach that I think 99.9% of us have a great deal of respect for and want to win and say, I'm going to have this coach's back until he gives me a reason not to. Right. That's where that's where I'm saying. And it's not even about that I think Jason Candle's the greatest coach ever or Jared Parker or Alex Atkins is the greatest coach ever. I'm not saying that. I don't know. You don't know. None of us know if Alex, if, if, if Andy Ludwig is going to be that guy. We have more faith in that because of what we have seen. But we don't ultimately know. So I, my hope is that we support him and his decision and who he turns to until that coach gives us reason not to. And hopefully he never does. That's my hope. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people aren't going to be that way. They're going to get pissed about whoever the new hire is and, and badmouth the new hire. I understand it. I just yeah. wish we'd go in a different direction until we have reason to do it. 
But that also doesn't mean we sit there and say, this is the greatest hire ever. I'm not going to do that either. Yeah. No. I, I, full, I still have full trust in Marcus Freeman. I don't have full trust in yeah. the people behind the scenes. 100%. Where we are right now. 100%. Lance Hab with a super chat. Lance, thank you very, very much. So I'm hosting a mystery dinner. I don't know where this is going. Show at the A Loft in downtown South Bend tonight. I'm glad I I'll gladly buy Jack Swarbrick's ticket to the show and make him our first victim. After yesterday, wow. the price is worth it. Wow, I got really my <laughs> my wife wants to do one of these things, Ryan. She wants to do one of these. She's like the she's want to do these mystery dinner theaters. She also wants to do uh, an escape room. You, you know, you ever heard of those things? Yeah, we, we've done an escape room. Before. She wants to do yeah. that. So I, I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. It should be fun. Did you have fun doing it? Yeah, escape rooms are really fun, actually. Okay. Yeah, they're really cool. So I think we'll do one by ourselves. And I, and, and we talked about doing one with Vince and his wife, too, which would, which would be kind of fun. So could you imagine me and Vince in one of those things trying to try? <laughs> or you, would, you would just boss him around the whole time. Just kidding. Pretty much. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And he would take it too. I know. I must so, be, be like, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> like, sir yeah, no. everywhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, you said that. That's fine. Actually, he's probably I mean, watching. I mean, it's, it, I'm going to say it's on the show yeah. right now, so he can yeah. listen. <laughs> and he, he, he listens. Zach Marlowe, yeah. the Super Chat. I feel like a Michigan fan right now. Don't that's say that, hilarious. Zach. Don't say that's, that, man. That's hilarious. Yeah. Chief Brody, with <laughs> that's really well done, Zach. Uh, I, I love how he took a shot at Swarbrick and Michigan all at the same time. That's a, yeah. that's impressive. And, and, in like seven words, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, seven words it took him to take a shot at Jack Swarbrick and Michigan. That's impressive, my friend. Impressive, impressive. Zach. We got from one from Chief. Chief Brody here. From Chief, for for all his downsides, which I recognize, did Brian Kelly kind of have a point about the backing he didn't receive? Notre Dame thinks Freeman won't c- complain like BK did. Uh I mean, I Brian. I mean, my my impulse last night was, this was everything Brian Kelly's saying unjust. I don't think so. Not everything, yeah. but I also do think that he used a lot of it as a scapegoat, right? Which is yes. which is the frustration. That's my part. point. Yeah, S- Brian Kelly can be right, and, and I said this in my rant when he said this at the time. Brian Kelly is correct. Notre Dame yeah. should have a, a better nutrition. So I've said that for years. Their nutrition program. What they do for the players meal-wise should absolutely be better. But don't blame that on why you didn't win. Because you didn't win because you didn't recruit hard. You didn't win because you made crap hires and refused to fire them. You didn't win because you didn't invest in your team the way that you needed to. Because you would disappear for three months. And who tells me that? Dozens of players. Dozens of players. Guys in the NFL, starters in the NFL right now would say that to you. Right? So don't t- come to me. Oh, we, we couldn't win. I did everything I could. No, you didn't. Right. No, you didn't. But that also doesn't mean that what he said about the lack of support also wasn't true. Two things can be true at once. And that's the thing that frustrates me about this Marcus Freeman situation with going through with him is, is uh, I believe he is trying to do all the things he needs to do to be successful here. And you're not supporting him. And it's frustrating. Yeah, Because part of me was hoped that they didn't support Brian Kelly that way because Brian Kelly didn't earn that support. He wasn't putting in the work. You're not even investing in this program all the way you need to. And you're going to ask me to do this. I just gave you a pay raise this off season. You want another one? Why? Because you have, I I, I don't understand why it doesn't make any sense. You just signed an extension, like literally this off season. What, what, what do you want from me? (laughs) Hey, you had a nice comeback when it gets Toledo pay raise, you know, 
So that's the stuff that, that, that pisses me off about that. But but it doesn't mean that what he said about and, and I don't know that I've ever and maybe I did. And if I did, you can show me the words. I don't think I've ever said I, now I have said in a lot of instances, the administration is not the reason Brian Kelly didn't win. Brian Kelly's the reason he didn't win. Sure. They've had multiple teams that had the rosters to win, but your decisions to hire certain coaches is what kept you from winning. That's on you. Now the administration is is purposely not purpose. You know, I mean, it's purpose. They're standing in, in Marcus Freeman's way of of doing what he needs to do. To go win. There's there's no way around that. There's no yep. way around that. Another super chat from Lance Hab. Also, first cheer of the season at Notre Dame Stadium next year should be go Marcus, go Marcus, beat cheapskates, beat cheapskates. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. I'm uh. Curious about that one. Um, go beat beat the cheapskates. That's um, I don't know how that would sound, but I, I like the where he's coming from. I mean, this was this was said over to about hour and a half ago. So he's saying what we have just got done saying is we as Notre Dame universe, right? The fans, the people that 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 believe in this program, that have given our money and our time and our energy and our soul and our passion and our tears at times. We need to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. You guys hear me say that all the time. We need to be able to say we're going to hammer the leadership for not doing what they need to do, but still have Coach Freeman's back. Which means I'm going to support whoever he hires until that guy gives me a reason not to. I'm, I'm going to try to be as positive as I can about that guy until he gives me a reason not to. Because this isn't where he wanted to be. This isn't where Jared Parker wanted to be. This isn't where Chancey Stuckey wanted to be. They wanted they wanted Andy Ludwig. It's not their fault that he's not the OC. Right. And that's my thing. So then we're going to turn Jared Parker, let's hypothetically, because people are saying, oh, he's going to be the guy. Maybe he is. But let's say he is. We're going to turn him into the whipping boy because of decisions that Jack Freeman made. Or how about we support him a little bit and say, hey, Coach Freeman believes in you. Now go prove him right and give him the opportunity to do so before we poison his tenure before it even starts. Right. That's my hope. And, and, and that's true for Alex Atkins. That's true for Jason Candle, Sean Lewis, Jeff Grimes, or anybody else that they may consider for this job. That's my hope. So we can rise above that BS and give the players and the coaches the support that I think they deserve that they're working hard for. And then hold accountable the peak, because that's exactly what Jack Swarbrick wants. Turn your attention onto the coach that you don't want and turn it off of me. It's exactly what he wants. Two things, two things, yeah. if we can real quick. I apparently didn't have enough. I didn't have enough oomph to my delivery here. So do you want to take that chant instead? Do you want to do it? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Just curious. I'm just Vince making on. sure. Where's Vince? Vince yeah, will do it. Let's get Vince in here. Yeah. Second yeah. thing is I just saw someone said, dude, they, can they even afford any of those guys that we talked about? Uh, they can afford anybody they feel like affording. Yes. We'll just leave it Notre Dame can <laughs> afford Andy Ludwig. And the yes. O-line coach. Yes. There's things I can afford that I told my wife, I'm not paying for that. Well, yeah. we can afford it. Yeah, it's we can afford it. Doesn't mean we should buy it. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you make decisions like that all the time. And and I get that. I, I respect that. I, I understand that that's a reality, Ryan. But yeah. sometimes it's like, you know what? You make the decision to say, hey, this is expensive, but we need it. And <laughs> we can afford it and we need it. And 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 so so yeah, I, 
rather not spend the money on a new heating system, but I'm going to tell you what, come December, I'm going to be like, gee, I wish I would have ponied up on that new heating system because I'm freezing my, you know, what's off in here. You know what I mean? But Hey, I saved a buck. No, no, that's not how it goes. Then I find out my wife is now staying at a hotel because she wants a heating <laughs> heating system, you know, and I was too cheap to do it. So that's the frustrating thing is you can afford it. You chose not to. You chose yeah. not to support your coach. That's what you did. I mean, there's no – you can – look, and we said it last night, the spin is coming, and it's already yeah. started in some degree. The spin is coming. Well, this is true, and 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 they shouldn't really pay that. And this – all that's – it's all spin. It's all spin. You could have got this job done. You could have got it done. You chose not to. Well, people don't pay that kind of buyout. Shouldn't Notre Dame be a trendsetter? Hey, if this is what you need to do to go win, then you go freaking do it. Right? Because no one's going to be complaining about a $2.8 million buyout if you go out and win a championship in the next two years. Landy Ludwig is your OC. No doubt. And you Brian, will have made that $2.8 million back easily. Yes. By the middle of next season if he's as good as we think he is. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Can I uh, can I bring up one comment real quick that sure. I just found so funny from Broke Neck Boy? He said, "Do you think we can borrow some of the Indiana or Purdue's Big Ten money for Ludwig?" <laughs> Dang, that made me laugh, man. It's so yeah, you know what a, a guy said to me last night. It's like if you're going to be this way and be this cheap, you might as well just join the Big Ten and just get it over with. And I'm like, you know what, dude? I can't argue with that. I can't. I can't, at this point, I can't argue with that. It's just. But here's the thing. But it goes after I thought about that, I said, but they're just going to then hoard that money for other stuff that's not related to the athletic program, too. Because yeah. it's not about money. It's not. it's not about them not having the money. It's they just choose not to spend it on things that they should be spending it on. That's the problem. All right. Next one for, uh, from K. Grant. K. Grant, thank you very, very, very much, man. Here's to the best in the business because I believe and support what you guys do. And man, I cannot, I can't thank you enough, man. I really can't. That that's that's very gracious of you, and we appreciate you very, very much, my man. No doubt. Antoine Johnson, our resident Michigan fan, Andy Aaron Roderick from BYU is nice. What do you think? Uh Antoine, we actually talked about him in our initial show. He was a guy that I didn't hear a lot of traction about from from my sources, but I like a lot. I I, I liked what he did at BYU a lot more than what I thought what I liked from what I thought Jeff Grimes did at BYU. To be honest with you, the only the only issue is he's from Utah and he's only ever coached in Utah. And I heard some other things about him, not positively about him, that would make me think it's almost impossible to get him to leave the state of Utah. He's literally only ever coached in Utah, but yeah. as an offensive coordinator. That's a like if if I was Utah and and Notre Dame did pay my buyout, I'm trying to get Aaron Roderick back because he's coached at Utah before. I hey, I got two point eight million dollars to work with here, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on back home to to, to the Utes. That's what I would have done. He, he was at Southern Utah as well, right? At some mm-hmm. point or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's literally. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm right on this, Ryan. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's only ever coached in in in. Uh, in the state of Utah. Uh, let me That's just give wild. me a second. We'll pull that up now. Yeah. He coached at, he was a GA at BYU, played at BYU. He uh, went to, he's coached at Snow Junior College, which I believe is also in Utah. Correct. It yes. It's an Ephraim, it Utah. Yep. Then he spent two years as the OC quarterbacks coach and recruiting coordinator at Southern Utah. And then from 05 to 16, he was at Utah. And then returned to Utah in twenty, or I mean at BYU in twenty seventeen, and he's been there ever since. 
So he's literally only ever coached in the state of Utah. Literally. He's never spent. He, and, he, and he played in the state of Utah. So, and he's born in the state of Utah. He played at Rick's Junior College and BYU. So Rick's Junior College is actually not in, yeah, it's in Idaho. So that's the only, he spent two years at a junior college as a player. And that's the only time he spent out of Utah as, as you know, living wise. So I, I don't think that one's going to happen. But to your point, Antoine, that's a good football coach. I really like the stuff he's doing at, at BYU, Ryan. I really do. And and to still have the success they had this year offensively with all the injuries they had also showed me a little something. Yep. Got a super chat from Dale Hatem. Thank you, Dale. It's not about money. It's about power, arrogance, and control. Effective leaders pick good people empower them with resources and let them do their thing hundred percent. And they give them guidelines. Hey, I want it done this way, right? Make sure the coaches you bring in have a certain belief structure in how they go about things. Cause I don't want this and that's fine. That's fine. But you let them, you let them do their job. hundred percent, hundred percent. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a great comment, Dale. And thank you for the super chat. We got another one from Brandon uh, Debelik. Give me Sean Gleason as a quarterback coach. Well, I haven't heard Sean Gleason's name in a long time. That was the Virginia well, Tech quarterback, right? Uh, I, no, that's that's a different guy. Oh, that's Glennon. That's Sean Glennon. Yeah, yeah. Sean Gleason is a is a um, where is he now? Rutgers. Yeah, he's at Rutgers. He he was he was the former Princeton guy. That went to Oklahoma State for a year, and he's at Rutgers oh, now. Oh, that's Sean Gleason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, you're thinking of Sean Glennon. Yeah, I was thinking of Sean but Glennon. Yeah. Brandon brought up him last night. I don't – honestly, Brandon, I don't know enough about him to have an opinion on it, to be honest with you. I don't. Yeah. So I'll have to look into him. I just know that the quarterbacks at Rutgers really stink. Yes, they do. But I also know they're not overly talented. So it doesn't always mean the coach isn't getting the job done. It just means – Sometimes. I think they should. I think they should bring a renowned quarterback guru in. That's what I think. Yeah, one of the, one of the uh, one of the one of the uh, what you call it? it's one of the private quarterback coaches that no. Brian loves so much. <laughs> no. You're just you're just trying to you're just trying to get me mad today. It's working. <laughs> it's I mean, working. You're, you're already mad. Sometimes <laughs> we'll just steer into it. Damn it! Damn it! Onto the bread. Thanks, Ryan. I'm just saying, man. I mean, it's not like I'm putting you in a bad mood. You're already in a bad mood. <laughs> Damage done to the bread is at least 10 times 3 million, probably more. Admin just hindered program momentum momentarily. Love IB. I appreciate you, Dale. I do. I really do. And I, I still love his last comment. It was so well said. Got a yeah, super chat here from Sean Hartman. Thank you, Sean. I'm not supporting the process, but I will always support the team and coaches we have. It's a great way to put it. Yep. John Zabrowski said, uh, who coaches O-line under Parker? That I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. That I don't know. 
K Grant with another super chat. K Grant, thank you very, very much. I want to read this one. Freeman looked yeah. right at Swarbrick and said, I promise I will not let you down. Sad to see Jack Swarbrick couldn't do that same thing. Yep. 100%, dude. You nailed it. Yep. Robert Slatzer with a super chat. Here you go, Ryan. Notre Dame looks like a big fools today. Only winning will fix it. Parker and Dillon, co-offense coordinator, question mark. Go get offensive line and quarterback coach. Marcus gone first. Jo- good job. A lot of questions in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I guess a conversation would be, I mean, Brian, do you think if Jared Parker is the guy that there is a co-offensive coordinator role? Like, do you think that makes sense? With, like, I, I D-Lin, think you instance? need to be willing to do that to bring in an outside candidate, in sure. my opinion. Um, yeah. That's what I think. I, I and the reason I would be, I would avoid Dillon is because I don't want to put Dillon in a in a power structure situation when I know he wants to leave. And 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 I'm not saying anything we don't already know. Coach McCullough has said I want to be a head football coach. Yeah, and I support that. Right. And so what I would do if I was Marcus Freeman and Dillon chooses to stay at Notre Dame next year, I'd give him some sort of assistant head coach title. I would give him some of those responsibilities, kind of let him get that head coach thing out there and help him that way. Uh, I don't know if Co-OC moves the needle for Dylan McCulloch. Guy's got a flipping Super Bowl ring, right? Like, I don't know if Co-OC really moves the needle for him. I think more of an assistant head coach role would be more of a, a needle mover for Coach McCullough in, in supporting his goals as a coach. Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm actually saying no to that because I want to try to do better to support what he has stated publicly are his aspirations as a head coach. I mean, is to be a head coach. And And so that's kind of where I come from. And if it's some type of assistant or associate head coach, you can say that he has experience from a, you know, management perspective. Yes, I give him him this responsibility. I give him that responsibility. Like it's a genuine thing. And you make it very clear to people, this isn't just a a hire I'm making to give him a pay raise. Right. This is someone who wants to be head coach, who I think has head coach uh, talent. and, And so I'm leaning on that to do this if he if he's still around if he if he leaves then you know it is what it is but if he's still around that's something that i would consider doing but co-oc i don't think moves anywhere. i think the co-oc thing has to be more of a to bring in a really good offensive line coach you may need to do that so that way it's not a because here's the thing some buyouts are are built that if you get a promotion the buyout goes down and so uh if you bring a guy in as a co-coordinator then that's considered a promotion if he was just an offensive line coach before. And that may help you out and help him get out of his contract or maybe make it more attractive to him to come. So that's something that I would consider, I think, more for an O-line coach than than that. Or, you know, you could maybe do it as a quarterback's coach, you know, maybe something that might – I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you can go about it. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see. All right, next one is from Justin Knox. Thank you, Justin. Where do you think Parker was on Marcus Freeman's list of offensive coordinator hires after Tommy headed Tusca- Tuscaloosa? Was he top 10? I should say, where does Swarbrick, Swarbrick rank him? I don't have a clue where Jack Swarbrick ranks him. I, I will say to you, I don't know if I could say where he ranked from the standpoint of, is he second, third, fourth, fifth? I have no clue. He was in our initial list of coaches that we gave you guys that Notre Dame should consider, and there was a reason for that. Because a lot of those names were guys that that we had gathered from our sources that Notre Dame was looking at. And I can tell you that now, 
and and so uh, just he was in that list. So this isn't oh shoot we're panicking. Let me go to Jared Parker if that's the movie makes. It's he was always under consideration, but as we have said, there was clearly at least one guy for sure that he viewed as a better candidate, and that was Andy Ludwig. But I can assure you and and say with certainty, and Ryan, you and I have talked about this for a year. When when he was hired, there was always the possibility that Jared Ludwig was going to be an offensive coordinator in Notre Dame at some point in time in the near future. I mean, you just uh, you just called him Jared Ludwig. It was pretty funny. Gosh dang it, man! <laughs> I'm out. You mixed both. Of them. That's fantastic. <laughs> that was a new one, man. That was a Jeez new one. Louise. I loved it. Jared freaking Parker. Okay. <laughs> There was always that possibility. So Marcus Freeman has always viewed him as a potential offensive corner. I just don't think it was meant to necessarily be this soon. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So there's a faith there that Marcus Freeman has in him, but there's also a faith that Marcus Freeman saw in Andy Ludwig and they screwed him over. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. There's no other way to say it. I think Jared Ludwig does sound like a really good coach. I would say that. Right. Yeah. Uh, John Zabrowski said, schedule uh, home and home with Utah, share profits, negotiate. Uh, John, that's something that we talked about last night on the show. I had a friend of mine who uh, uh, is connected to Notre Dame who texted me, who sent me that text last night during the show. He was like, you could have, you could have done something like that and maybe negotiated like a higher payout for them to kind of help lower the buyout costs down. Right. Sure. I mean, this is a program you scheduled before. What, 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 they're a Pac-12 team now. It's not like they're a Mountain West, like when you played them the last time. So why not, right? You could you could have done something like that to negotiate that as well if you wanted to. But it it, it leads to back to what we said at the, at the beginning, Ryan, is I don't think that they had faith in that they did not trust the football guy to make a football decision. So they weren't yeah. willing to battle to do what was needed. If Jack Swarbrick truly believed in Marcus Freeman and believed in Marcus Freeman's decision of who he wanted, he there no question Jack Swarbrick would have fought and done everything he needed to do to get the money to, to bring him and the O-line coach in. No question would have been, he could have done it. I was told this by two different people that I, that I know are very involved in. They, they give money to Notre Dame. He could have raised that in a couple hours. Yeah. If you wanted to, that's how much the donors support Marcus, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't believe in him. There's no other way to spend that Ryan. There's no other way to spend that. In my opinion, here's another one from Dale Hayden. We appreciate you, Dale. Very much, buddy. Love your positivity, Brian. I'm afraid Marcus Freeman will eventually go to Ohio State. The worst outcome for this Notre Dame grad who grew up in Columbus. I mean, look, I, I, it may happen, Dale. I'm not going to sit there and say, no way, it doesn't happen. I, I I don't know. I hope not. But I, I'm not saying Marcus Freeman is never going to do that. What I'm saying is I'm not going to speak for Marcus Freeman in that regard and say that that's going to happen. So that that's where I'm coming from. I, I don't. I don't know the answer to that, Dale. I hope not, because you're from Columbus. I grew up in Lima. Trust me, I got a lot of family that would love to see that happen. But you know, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that is going to happen. But um, hopefully, it doesn't. Justin Knox with another super chat. How does Jack explain this to Marcus and still be respected? That's an honest question. Does Marcus just say, "Here's my list. Who can I hire?" No, I think Marcus Freeman's too professional for that. He's just going to say, "Okay, put it in the mental Rolodex and charge forward." That's who I think Marcus Freeman is. Like, all right, cool. 
you don't want to support me here. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now. Get the next best guy that I can bring in. That's what I think he's going to do. Uh, he's a different cat. Marcus Freeman is, and and he's. I'll just say this: he's way less petty than I am. He's way less vengeful than I am. He's just. He's very task oriented. This is what I want to do. Okay, you're not gonna let me do that. Cool. I'm gonna go find the next best guy to help me go win a championship. His standards haven't changed. His goals haven't changed. It's just okay. Now I I need to go find somebody else who can help me get to that point. And that's what his that's what his goal is. And that's why I say, hey, support him because that's what he's going to do. And and we'll, if if it doesn't work, then we'll be critical of him to a degree. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at. We got a super sticker from Tim Opal. Tim, thank you very very much. You know, earlier Ryan, when I said uh, that uh, my first year as a full time coach, that uh, my running back set records in that program, we had all purpose yards. He was a, he was an honorable mention all American. This cat right here, Tim Opal, was one of his blockers. So nice. he was a true freshman starting offensive lineman for that team. So uh loved him, known Tim a long that, time. That was Muhlenberg? Yep. Got it. My running back was Matt Bernardo. So nice. a really good backfield. Yep. GFS with a super chat. Thank you very, very much. Is it possible that the buyout was smaller before Harry Heastan retired? Then it became a package deal with Ludwig and his offensive line coach, and they didn't want that. Mm- now I have heard that there was a package deal situation. And then of course the offensive line coach would have his own buyout, but the 2.8 million was for Ludwig only. But again, let's just say he had a million dollar buyout too. then pay it. Right. You're trying to win a championship, pay it. Like, cause for a team like Notre Dame, $3 million is, is $3 million. I mean, that's $4 million is $4 million. I mean, that's, that's not jump. I don't care how much you're a billion. If you're a billionaire, $4 million is still $4 million freaking dollars. But you're, if you're smart, you look and say, yeah, but look at what the potential reward could be, you know, and you, you go do it. Nathan Milton says, this makes Notre Dame look like a second rate operation. And I can't, I can't disagree with you. Such a bad look, man. You're supposed to be one of the premier brands in college football. And this is the look you gave yep. the national perspective. Like just yep. bad. It's really hundred percent you're letting them clown you. And they're always <laughs> looking for a chance to do that. Yes. Mike Huff with a super chat. Swarbrick thinks he's the face of Notre Dame. Yep. Yes, he does. He does. Yes, he does. It's all about him. Mark Stewart with a super chat. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you guys take on this. It actually makes me feel a bit better that most of us are aligned on this issue. Agree. I have a lot of trust in Marcus Freeman. Good work today. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you very much. Absolutely. Got a super chat here from Justin Knox. It's really hard to F up the offense coming back. I disagree with that. I yeah. think that you can F it up. You can F Easily. it up. Easily. Yes. It's not that good. It's very good, but it's not like you can't screw it up good. No, I it's very it's very talented. It has high upside. But but it's it's, like still, this, right? it's yeah. not 2001, 2002 Miami. Right. Yes. Where you literally couldn't F that up and that team's still going to play for a title. Like Larry Coker could not F that team up. Yep. Just, it was too good. That's Agreed. Notre Dame is talented, but they're not in, they're nowhere near that category right now. Sure. So I get where you're coming from and, and I love the optimism, but um, yeah. Nathan Milton, only thing that can help is grandpa voice. Brian. <laughs> is it dollar 99 enough today? No, <laughs> it's less than what you gave last time. You, you gave $2 last time. I said it wasn't going to happen. You're killing me, man. John Monty with a super chat. They better start to treat Marcus Freeman better. Or he just might pack his bags and go somewhere else. Yep. 
Yep, no doubt. Not not we have a super chat here from uh, Gavin Harden. Sorry, I'm a little late to show, but I'm in. But I'm y'all's opinion. What's the best OC popsicle sticks and pocket lint can buy at this point in time? I get that, but I'll say again, Gavin. There's still very good coaches you can go get. Yeah, at this point, in time. I, they're all. I, I I I don't want to throw shade on guys like Alex Atkins, who we talked about earlier, right? It's and, like and oh, Jason really Candle and Jason Candle. Yes, really exactly. Sean, even yeah. Sean Lewis. Like well, you and I both like Sean Lewis a lot. We just don't like the fit at Notre Dame. The guy's a good football coach. Again, I, I think that how everything happens with. Andy Ludwig has kind of tainted it a little bit, right? Exactly. If I would have told you from the start, not no traction with Andy Ludwig, but you can get Alex Atkins out of it, or you can get Jason Candle. I think most people would have been pretty happy right. with that, right? Like right. now it just taints it a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. All right. T Guns, Tommy Guns with a super chat. Thank you, Tommy. Tommy's trying to really make him. He really today. is. So- I'm just ignoring this one. Jared Parker, Chris Watt, George Whitfield, triumvirate. Two of those three aren't bad. Patrick Tolan with a super chat. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Can't wait to see Jackie Boy cheesing it up on the sideline this year with his admin that don't support the program but are always there for ops. Is that uh, Jack's photo Robert? ops? Okay. Yeah, Jackie Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, love it. Love it. And then we have a super sticker from Ben Tarnoski. Appreciate you, Ben. Very, very much. Ryan, we've talked a lot today. We've gone long. I did want to end with something here uh, from Luke Breeding. Because, again, this is football, and we love it. We're passionate about it, and and it matters to us. It impacts our lives. But there's also things that are more important, Um, and that is – and we're a little bit past it now. Uh, I just saw this from Luke Breeding. IB family, please keep my wife's and your thoughts and prayers. She's having a biopsy today, uh, done today at 2.30. Thank you. Again, we're a little we're a little late in getting to this, but uh, Luke, I promise you, uh, I'm going to spend time in prayer today, thinking of your aunt, and, and I, I know there's other people in this channel that will do so as well. So, at the end of the day, folks, I mean, we're we're a we are I do believe we're a family in a lot of in a lot of ways, and I think that is something that we can always do. It's not just about supporting the football coach, and that's all stuff that I think we should do when it's warranted. But also lifting each other up because we're here talking football and it matters to us. But there's also real life going on. There's people in this community that are having marital problems that have lost children in the last year that have had other you know sickness and health and have lost loved ones and parents and stuff like that. And and um, you know I, I love that this is a place that people feel they can go to and ask for these type of things. And I and and if you're new to the channel and you don't know that this is who we are, this is who we are. We're a football community, but we're also a community of people that care about each other as human beings. And um, I always want that to be who we are. And I hope we never lose that. And so, Luke, I appreciate you coming to us. We will definitely keep your aunt, your wife's aunt in our prayers. And uh, hopefully things turn out, turn out well. So I think that's a good place to end it today, Ryan. Uh, Fat Fish, I appreciate your super chat, man. Um, uh, no, I don't think people should be bashing father Jenkins under his post about Michigan state. Again, some things are just more important in football yeah. and he deserves to be criticized as his role as leader. I, I I've said, Ryan, you know, my stance on father Jenkins, I think he's a weak leader. And I've thought that for a long time and I think they need new leadership, but, but just because you don't, you think that doesn't mean that everything he says, you need to have that kind of reaction to. 100%. If he's talking about lifting up in prayer, people who lost their lives last night in a shooting at Michigan state, this crap that we're talking about today 
is not nearly as important as that. And it's not the right place. And that says more about you than it does as a person. If you're doing that, than it does about father Jenkins, in my opinion, yep. just block and those so people on Twitter. Just there's a time and a place to have the, and just because bad things happen in the world doesn't mean we then can't talk about these things. But my point is there's a time and a place and, and a response to that is not the time nor the place. And so I would encourage you all to, to not allow your frustrations to do things that are going to, to, to then reflect on you. Cause at the end of the day, I can't control what Jack Swarbrick does. I can't control what Ron Paulus does. I can't report what father Jenkins does. I can't control what Marcus Freeman does or anybody else does. I can only control what I do. And when I, and, and to me, that should always be at the end of your day. And my dad taught me this lesson when I was a kid. I, I don't care that your teacher treated you a certain way. Your reaction is what I have a problem with. I don't care what your coach said to you. Your reaction is what I have a problem with. You're responsible for how you respond. You're not responsible for how people treat you. You're responsible for how you treat other people and how you respond. And, um, and we all need that. I know I need that reminder sometimes, Ryan, when I'm responding to people in the message boards, like, you know what? Do you really need to respond that way? Do you really need to have that kind of venom in your tone? You don't know what this guy's going through right now. And I don't, I don't always succeed in that often don't, but I think we all need that reminder sometimes, you know? So anyway, that uh, little, little rant is over. I appreciate all of you so much. We had great attendance last night today. Uh, Vince and Sean are going to be, or excuse me, Vince and Jesse are starting here in less than an hour. They have moved Ivy nation sports uh, talk up to five o'clock today because uh, they have some Valentine dates tonight that they need to get to. And I'm sure a lot of you do as well. So uh, they're going to IB Nation Sports Talk is going to start at five o'clock tonight. They're going to be discussing more about the Andy Ludwig situation, asking some questions, you know, answering questions and different things like that. So make sure that you are on the show with them six o'clock on the Irish Breakdown channel. It's the IB Nation Sports Talk show with Sean Styers and Jesse Styers. Check that out, folks. Hit that message board. Sign up for that message boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com. Shamrock Blue Gold Club memberships. They are booster clubs. They're meant to support us. If you sign up for the booster for the blue or the shamrock club, you get a free IB mug. It looks somewhat like this, but it's got a club. It's a little bit different as a club symbol on it. You only get it. If you're in the club, see me, I'm not in the club. So I don't, I just got a normal old mug, right? If you sign up for the gold club, which is our top level club, you not only get uh, a mug, but you also get a shirt that's like this, but it says gold club underneath. You can have it in uh, this color. You can give it in, in, in this is athletic gray, navy blue, Irish green, uh, pink and charcoal. So that's uh, something just from us to you if you join one of those clubs and you support us in that way. So we appreciate that very, very much. You can always find all those at boards at irishbreakdown.com. So we'll be back again tomorrow, folks. I promise you we're not going anywhere. Uh, we thank you all so much for your support. Uh, rally together, folks. Notre Dame fans, right? It's like, I feel like, Ryan, I'm at the I'm at endgame, right? You know, Avengers assemble, right? Like, we got to rally together, right? And that's what we got to do. We got to support, I believe, Coach Freeman until he gives us reason not to. We got to support the coaching staff and the players until they give us a reason not to. And I hope that we can all agree on that moving forward. So, anyway, for Ryan, I'm Brian. Y'all have a great, great rest of your day, and we will talk to you again very, very soon on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. <laughs> We'll
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 